0: keep you down you're the best around well look at us it is the morning after with nick and big j welcome to tuesday the 17th day of august 2021 my name is nick there's big j right over there yo ready to go excited for a tuesday at least we hope you are anyway we got ourselves an opportunity for some streaming dumbass today big j will select a movie to watch and review for you tonight as part of his tuesday night agenda do you usually wait until the evening or do you watch these movies in the afternoon uh it just depends on uh, what's going on in the day probably probably have to watch it later today you me you're a busy dude got stuff going on man uh big j things to take care of but either way it will be watched and you can play the home game if you want We are going to focus on some movies today in a particular genre. You'll figure that out as we go along. All right. Plus, we also have an opportunity for you to check out Seether at the Western Idaho Fair. That date is coming up on the 27th or, Big J, just a couple weeks from Friday. Uh, So you want to make sure that you're going to that a week from Friday, as a matter of fact. We have got you covered there. That will be fun. Make sure you tune in to pop culture smackdown right around eight thirty, for your chance to win that and additional tickets and excitement are on the agenda for today including something that we can all relate to but it's crazy how much it's happening we'll talk about that this morning as well along with we're going to hell so it should be a productive tuesday that's the goal we also like to play music on this show let's kick things off with some bush come down is gonna start the morning after with nick and big j on the x-rocks <coughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You, you, my friend, deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, uh, Twitter caught a lot of beef uh, about a week ago when in the midst of everybody complaining about everything that's going on on Twitter, they decided to... Kind of ignore those issues and just change the font on some of the tweets that were going on. And now uh, the new font are causing issues for some users. The social media platform recently posted that it was actively looking for a fix for their new Chirp font. Because many users complained its higher visual contrast was causing them sickness. Like actually making them physically ill. Jeez. And then Twitter did some research and they're like, oh my god, it actually is... (laughs) Uh, Twitter says because of the research they did, they found issues with the font, specifically when viewed via the Windows operating system, which is strange. Twitter's design was updated last week with colors intended to be high contrast and less blue to draw more attention to photos and videos, but some users were reporting headaches, migraines, and then nausea because of the new font and color scheme. Twitter says they're working on it, but there's no timetable when they might come up with a solution. So in the meantime, puke it up, everybody. How long do you have to be looking at that for to make you sick? I don't know. I think it kind of depends. You have to be, I think, susceptible to this kind of thing where I don't think it's making everybody sick. I don't think it's you know something that everybody would have. But I feel like there's a significant enough number where they feel like it's probably not a great idea. And then I don't understand how difficult it is for you just to go back to the way things were. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just undo it. If it's making people, like, sick and give them headaches and migraines and they're puking everywhere, just go back to how it was. Ain't nobody complaining about the font on Twitter a week ago, I promise you. And so I don't know why this is taking so long. But then again, you listen, welcome to corporate America, dude. Everything's got 55 million people involved in it and nobody can re- make a reach decision. Until it's too late, usually. Well, Big J, back in January, somebody paid $5.2 million for a Mickey Mantle rookie card. That set the record for most expensive sports card ever sold. Well, that record has been broken in a big way, as somebody just purchased a Honus Wagner baseball card for $6.606 million at auction. Now, this is one of the rarest baseball cards ever in existence about 56 of these cards are known to exist so it's one of the most valuable cards ever but crazy that it broke the record by almost one and a half million dollars so somebody's got a lot of money to throw around into the baseball card world congratulations to those of you that have that kind of money burning a hole in your pocket but i guess uh, if it's any you know if it passes any indication of future performance it is a smart investment and i'm guessing that uh, when they want to turn around and sell it, they'll probably get more for it than what they paid And it just sits in a little card box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you might as well, I suppose, if you've got that kind of cash to throw around. Big J, uh, baseball isn't messing around because of the Field of Dreams success on the uh, Diamond. They have decided, you know what? Let's make a Field of Dreams TV show. What do you think? Yeah, great. The Hollywood Reporter says the drama has been ordered straight to series at Peacock. Uh, Mike Schur is going to adapt the 1989 Kevin Costner baseball movie. If that name sounds familiar, it is because he's the guy that created The Good Place on NBC, which was a very good television show. Agree or disagree? Agree. So uh, he will take over the reins and decide to make a TV show out of the... uh, I guess I'm not sure if they're going to take the... uh, the book version of things, or the Kevin Costner baseball movie version of things? Because while the movie is very good, the book is very different and also fairly stranger than the uh, the movie adaptation, which I think maybe Mike and you know with his history in the Good Place could have a little bit of fun with. But I don't know. I'm guessing. If I had to guess, uh, I'm guessing Peacock would probably go. You know what? The movie's pretty successful. Why don't you go with that? So we'll see what ends up happening, but there will be a Field of Dreams TV series. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. For the uninitiated, Streaming Dumbass works like this. Every single Tuesday, we head to a streaming channel near you and try to find three movies that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life. Strip away the star, studio that brought you director of BS, and we're left with just something called a very brief plot description. From the streaming channel of choice. Based on that description alone, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. These are the guidelines for streaming dumbass. Do you accept, Big J? I do. All three movies today come from the genre called violent movies. Oh, boy. So you're going to, I guess, enjoy some violence tonight. Whether or not it is truly enjoyable, I guess, is up to the makers of the films. Are you ready? Yep. Movie number one. While on a prison furlough, a lowly criminal evades his guards and returns to his old stomping grounds to take revenge on the people who turned him into a cold blooded killer. Oh, man. Movie number two. Kept locked inside the house by her father, Chloe lives in fear and fascination of the outside world. It's a place where abnormals are a constant threat, or so she believes. But when a mysterious stranger offers her a glimpse of what's really happening, Chloe soon learns that the truth isn't so simple, but the danger, it's very real. Hmm. And movie number three. After a man is murdered, his consciousness travels through the bodies of his friends to protect them from the same fate that he suffered. Oh boy. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Who, um... Let's go with movie number one. Movie number one. You like the cold-blooded killer, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, Kill, murder. Ah, uh, so be it. You passed on movie number two that was called Freaks, it stars Emile Hirsch, the aforementioned, and Bruce Stern. You passed on movie number three called Every Time I Die, starring Mark Menchot and Melissa Macedo. You will be watching movie number one, which is called Avengement. Avengement stars Scott Adkins and Craig Fairbase, and that is the movie that you will be watching tonight. It is available for you on Netflix. As were all three of these movies. Avenge me! No, Avengement. Oh, uh, is the movie that you will be watching. So we will see if you enjoy it or not. Mixed reviews coming in, but that matters not to Big J. He is his own man, who makes up his own mind. So if you want to play the home game, Avengement is the movie he'll be watching. It is available on Netflix, and he'll give you a full review around this time tomorrow. The
1: morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You, you, you deserve an advocate. Could use one if you're a T-Mobile customer, Big J. because if you are, odds are you got a puncher's chance of your data being breached, my friend. One day after Vice reported that T-Mobile had been affected by a huge data breach, the company confirmed Monday that there was unauthorized access to some of its data and says it's still determining the extent of the breach. T-Mobile also said it closed the way the hackers got in. Apparently somebody was selling personal data online from more than 100 million T-Mobile customers. That was obtained during the breach, including names, addresses, phone numbers, social security numbers, driver's license information, you know the good stuff. T-Mobile has, instead, has said it hasn't determined yet if any personal customer data was involved and couldn't confirm the number of records affected, uh, which probably isn't true. They're just trying to figure out how the hell they spin this into a positive way. But I'll tell you this, I am a T-Mobile customer and I will say I am watching my things very closely because the amount of Robocalls I got in the last 24 hours went through the roof. Nah, man. And so now I'm a little bit concerned. I'm watching my bank account, etc., just to make sure everything's on the up and up because uh, that's usually not a great sign. And, you know, I don't know what you can do other than, you know, what you've done to protect yourself from it, but do your best, man. Uh, like I said, if you are connected in some way to the cellular world or... Something like that. Uh, Odds are things are going to get, you know, a little bit scrappy for you every once in a while. And this is one of those cases, apparently. Boston Celtics guard Marcus Sakat has agreed to a four-year, $77 million contract extension, according to reports yesterday. He confirmed it on Instagram, which is where we get our news lately. The extension begins with the 22-23 season. The 27-year-old has been with the Celtics his entire seven-year career, and he's not going anywhere. So there's that. And a tip of the cap to Rammstein, Big J. Rammstein. Usually when we have news about that band, it involves them doing something really weird and sexual or involving leather and fire. But Mm -hmm. this time around, they're doing something actually really cool. There was a story that circulated that the German Paralympic team that were taking part in Tokyo kind of used the music of Rammstein as like their theme song. And so the band has decided to create a series of videos to support those athletes in the Paralympics. Uh, They have set a bunch of video clips to their song, Ich Will, to celebrate competitors in table tennis, wheelchair basketball, cycling, wheelchair fencing, and long jump, and it's all officially sanctioned by the band, so they're on board supporting the team in the Tokyo Paralympics, which is pretty damn cool, man. Yeah. I like this very much, good for Rammstein. Way to jump on board and be supportive of things and do things for just good and supporting each other. Isn't that nice? Yeah, definitely. Weird that we're taking, you know, humanitarian cues from Rammstein, but here we are. It's 2021, baby. I like it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. Good morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. New York is where we're going for today's We're Going to L Story. As much as we do these stories, I don't think we go to New York very often, but... No. Johnstown, New York is where we're headed for today's story, and it's got a couple of lessons in it. The first, I suppose, most important lesson to be learned is drugs are bad, dude. Don't do drugs. Do not do drugs, everybody. Lesson number two is, hey, hey, the party's got to go on, bro. Story begins on the 14th of this month when a employer noticed that one of their employees 62 year old patricia barter just hadn't showed up for work for three days and like that's weird that's not like little patty not to do that so uh they contacted her uh her apartment no answer uh that's when they called the police and were like hey listen uh you know it's been like three days since we've heard from our employee may want to do a wellness check on her she usually you know calls in if she's not feeling well whatever the case may be and so officers show up to the apartment that Patricia Parter is staying in, and there is a party going on. Baby having a good time. There's a bunch of people over there. The music is blaring. Everybody's having fun. Uh, once they finally kind of knock on the door, it wasn't for a noise complaint. They get the two roommates that are involved, Stephanie Hilbert and Deborah England. Uh, and so the officers are like, Hey, listen, you know, you're not you're, your party's not out of control. Nothing weird as seems to be going on anyway, but. Uh, You know, we are looking for uh, Patricia Barter, who's supposed to be living here. And that's when their roommates start to look pretty nervous. And the officers are like, okay, well, I mean, we have a wellness check. Do you mind if we look in her room? And they're like, you know what? We prefer you didn't. It's her kind of space. And officers are like, we're going to have to insist. Because now this is starting to get really, really weird. Yeah, you just made it weird. And it was right at that point, Big J, that they discovered... Uh, Patricia Barter's body in her bedroom lying on her bed Uh, it was fairly uh, true that it looked like at the very least uh, Barter had died from a drug overdose the week before
1: the week thinking,
0: before yeah, they're thinking august 6th is when uh her she passed away gross her man. roommates then apparently she died in the living room her roommates then moved her body into her bedroom because they had a bunch of parties planned and gatherings and they didn't want patricia's body and death to ruin their party so they pull like a weekend at bernie's situation so they drag her into her bedroom and everybody's like, where's Patricia? And they're like, ah, oh, she just, you know, crashed hey, out.
1: Why does this room smell so bad? Shut up. Shut up.
0: Uh, the two said they did not call police because they were afraid officers would possibly uncover other illegal activity because they also are fairly addicted to drugs, Big J. And so that is when they get charged with concealment of human corpse. What a fun little treat to be charged with that, right? uh no there are also uh drug charges pending for both as well and so here's a reminder if your roommate dies contact authorities please don't move the body to another part of your apartment so you can continue to have parties and just pretend that your roommate isn't dead also like maybe if you're like even like you know A bottom level scumbag you do that for like a party and then you call police the next day no 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 i'm just saying there's a difference between like saying like ah we had a huge thing planned that night and then you know taking a week and a half and never actually calling i don't know what the end game plan was like if the police didn't just show up because there was a wellness check from her job she could still be sitting there do you know what i'm saying yeah I mean, that's... Did she not have any family? What's up with that? Well, it sounds like she was pretty heavy into drugs, dude. Oh, so man. So I'm guessing that those relationships may have been severed at some point. Drugs, people. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. You don't hang out with other druggies. Right. Because obviously, you're not high on their priority list. If they're, you know, just shoving you back in your bedroom after you've got... If you overdosed, it's not a good look for anybody. Uh, and also a terrible sequel to Weekend at Bernie's, now that I'm thinking about it. Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. <coughs> it's Green Day. That is Longview here on The Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. And it happens to everybody. But the results of a recent survey that came out made me kind of at least raise my eyebrows and went, No, that can't be right. And then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, my God, it probably is. And it oh, made no. me really, really, really worried. But uh, there is a survey that came out that said that, you know what, uh, we've all done this. We have uh, jumped on a particular website. We've purchased something online. We've gotten it, and we were like, well, that kind of sucks. That's not exactly what I ordered or what I thought I ordered. It It underwhelmed us, if you will. You understand? and so uh it found out that if you add up all those purchases over your life the average american spends about seventy thousand dollars online in their lifetime and buys a product that either they don't like or they don't use nearly as much as they thought they were going to use and i was like that doesn't make sense and then i started doing some things just in the recent year of things that i purchased and i'm like well hang on maybe it does If over your lifetime you could get to that much money, that kind of makes sense. And that also really, really sucks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The survey of 20,000 Americans found that uh, people typically spend an average of about $900 online each year on underwhelming purchases. Now, this could be anything from clothes, which was the number one thing that they had named. Uh, 60% of people said they bought something online uh, with clothes or some sort of accessory for something that they would wear, and they were underwhelmed by it. Do you fall in that category? Underwhelmed?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't
0: use it as much as you thought you were going to use it, or you don't like the way it fits, or whatever the case Sure sure Uh, i certainly fall in that category in fact like six months ago i bought a hat that i thought i would really really like and when i got it i hated it and i was like well crap now what do i do And so what happens it sits in my closet that's where that $30 hat it, you was. You can't return it. Uh, well, I mean, I, wanted, I I was like, you know what? Because it, it's not like the end. Like, I'll wear it every once in a while. And actually, I, I, it's funny that you say that because I just wore it last weekend. But I don't wear it out enough where I'm just like, it, it's just not It's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: yeah. Here's yeah. here's an example for me. And I make the mistakes. Sometimes when I open things, I throw stuff away right away. Yeah. And I'd ordered some pants. And um, I did not notice that they were, like, eight inches too long. Okay. Because I hadn't tried them on yet. Okay. It's not pant weather. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, the wife was like, hey, these are, like, too long. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, we should probably send these back. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. She's like, where's the receipt? And I'm like, I I think I threw it away. I have no idea. We'll just have to get those hemmed. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you make those mistakes, so, and or, or a lot of times, what I'll do is I, I'm just a big galoot when it comes to opening up packages. Yeah, you're so I'll a just, I'll damage whatever package it came <laughs> in, and I'm like, well, now I can't return <laughs> it. Can you damage? Well, you know, it. I rip it open as opposed to you know, you know, calmly. <laughs> What it delicate things, are you opening? Uh, tech is another thing that came in at number two. A piece of equipment, something computer-generated, something that you think might improve your your electronic setup. That was very disappointing. I can imagine you've fallen victim to that as well. I know I have, Uh, that was 28%. And then uh, children's products, 25%, which I believe is probably highest on my list. I'll buy something for my kids that I think they'll love, or I'll buy something that I think they might use and then they no longer do, or they don't use it as much as I thought, and so that becomes a wasted purchase. Uh, More than half, 56% say they've returned their disappointing purchases, that's happened to me, while 30% say, uh, listen, I've just given them away, uh, or I've thrown them out and 29% give them away as gifts. The survey also asked about the effect of product reviews and online purchases. And just over half, 51% of us said we're more likely to trust bad reviews than good ones when it comes to shopping online. And then two-thirds trust reviews with images or photos more than ones with just text. So there's that attached to it but yeah when you think about it i thought it was a high number when i first started going into it but then i started breaking it down and i'm like you know what over your lifetime seventy thousand dollars probably kind of makes sense which is awful yeah it's awful that's money that you've essentially wasted Uh, i mean that's a big huge diesel pickup truck right i mean you know think about it or uh, you know uh down payment (laughs) on several houses there's also that too that you could be a part of. So, I mean, it's very, very humbling to think about that particular number. I mean, granted, it's over a very long period of time, but uh, it may, it'll may it make me think twice about, because I do, you know, especially during the pandemic, I would do a lot of impulse buys online. Sure, uh, uh, shopping therapy. Yes, and so it, it, it uh, you know, I would say a majority of those worked out. I mean, again, most of my purchases aren't, aren't a waste of time, you know, but even the small percentage of them are, Adds up over time, and that's one of those things where it's like, okay, do I really need this? Should I actually try to make this happen? So it could help with budgeting, or it could just make you think twice about clicking that buy it now button on whatever website you're going to. Maybe it's not worth it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208 471. Forty-four, forty-four, or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You deserve an advocate. And unfortunately, Big J, physical appearance affects more areas of your life than it probably should. Oh, damn. According to the University of Iowa, researchers looked at data from nearly 24,000 volunteers and found that if you happen to be, oh, a little bit on the overweight side, what? then you are earning less money than your taller, thinner counterparts, dude. They found that if you're earning more than $40,000 per year, uh, if you got about 10 pounds on somebody else, you're probably making $1,000 less per year. And it's even worse for women, if you want to break it down that way. Uh, And your height can also factor into things, too. Taller, thinner people earn more money than shorter, more obese people is what they found. Doesn't matter how much experience you have in the job. Doesn't matter how long you've been there. Odds are, if you're taller and thinner, you're making more money. Unless your company has a fixed income for a position. Period. The end. And BMI played way more into a role than they thought it would when it came down to salary. But it's weird. Study authors say this shows the importance in accurately measuring body shapes when it comes to creating public policies. And, of course, talking about how weird it is that we discriminate against things like height and weight uh in this particular country when it comes to pay scale but hey what are you gonna do big j lose weight
1: yeah well thank gosh there's not a lot of tall skinny people around here
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i guess i mean we're all in the same boat (laughs) yeah i mean i suppose there's also that but it is a weird thing to base the, your amount of money on. Probably one of those deals where it's so ingrained in us that the people don't even know they're doing it. It's just you know, wow. Yeah, no fatties, Big J. It's a rule that's been uh, as <laughs> old as time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Marcus Smart is rich. He signed a four-year, $77 million contract extension with the Boston Celtics. The 27-year-old has been with the Celtics huh. for his entire career. Not He's fat. Stick around. Yes. Go figure. That's right. Uh, He's going to stick around for four more years. Hey, we also have a new record in the amount of money somebody has paid for a baseball card. A Honus Wagner baseball card just sold for $6.606 million at auction. Uh, That tops the record-breaking Mickey Mantle card that happened about a year ago. A 1952 Mickey Mantle rookie card sold for $5.2 million. At the time, it was the most expensive sports card ever sold. Now here we are now there's only 56 of these honus wagner cards that are known to exist it is one of the most rarest and of course most valuable baseball cards out there so it makes sense it's up there in expense it's just crazy to me that somebody's got 6.6 million dollars to spend on a baseball card but we'll see where that goes Nerds. Big J, uh, Nicole Kidman is weird, at least according to Regina Hall, her co-star in a brand new series on Hulu called Nine Perfect Strangers. She has taken into the world of really, really getting into the character. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of those people that is just, uh, just doesn't, just doesn't get out of character when the cameras stop rolling. Method actress. Yep. She was uh, talking about Nicole Kidman, who plays a Russian inspired uh, kind of like, really weird person during the series. And uh, and Regina Hall was like, yeah, I know it was great, uh, but I didn't hear Nicole Kidman without an accent, a Russian accent, until she rapped. When she finished her last scene, which was a little before us, she gave a thank you speech, and, and then we were like, oh, that's what Nicole Kidman actually sounds like, because she was doing this Russian character the whole time. She apparently stayed in a Russian accent. She was apparently also uh, very strange acting to other people around her. So she was taking the role seriously. Uh, If you're curious, she plays a a character called Masha, who is a Russian woman who runs a high-end wellness center with unorthodox methods in the series. So there's where the weirdness comes in. Great. But if you want to, I guess, get to know Nicole Kidman, you can't do so on a movie set, Big J, because she's always in character. I was reading an article about how other how how much other actors hate other people that do that.
1: Oh yeah, I mean talk about overachiever and
0: <laughs> I mean it's like, gotta come be on. like I mean, you know, I get it, like you wanna be in a character and you wanna do a good job and all that kind of stuff, but like also, you know, if it's eight o'clock on a Sunday, I just wanna hang out with you, dude. I don't wanna hang out with whatever character that you're pretending to be in two days. Let's just hang out and BS. I don't understand why you have to be this character all the time. That sounds to me like it can't be mentally healthy also. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Gotta well, be you s-
1: remember Tropic Thunder, right? <laughs> yes. I mean. Right,
0: right, exactly. It, it, it seems to be among those particular lines as opposed to anything that's that could be good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your pop culture smackdown coming up here in a second.
1: morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, the Western Idaho Fair kicks off here in uh, just three days on August 20th, and uh, we're going to get you set up with some uh, passes to the Western Idaho Fair. We'd like you to use them maybe on uh, the 27th. That's when Cedar's going to be playing outside. It's going to be an awesome show. It's uh, It's been a while since Cedar's been in town, so uh, let's celebrate with that on X Day, uh, August 27th, but uh, we'll get you set up with those tickets if you beat me pop culture smackdown.
0: Alright, here's our phone number, 208 208- if you think you got what it takes to take out Big J in Pop Culture SmackDown, you're going to have to prove it, pal. And I hope you brought your A game today, everybody, because it might be needed there as well. Oh, this is weird. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? This is Lanny. All right, Lanny, you're up first. Lanny, this sex tape maker and former reality star and user of the catchphrase, that's hot, hosts her own cooking show now on Netflix. Whoa. Okay. No, no, this isn't bad impressions. This is the question that you have to answer. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, Landy Anderson. What one? He said Pamela Pam- Anderson.
0: No. Wrong. Not Pamela Anderson. Thank you, however, for playing. Hello, the ex. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hey. Uh, This sex tape maker, former reality star, and user of the catchphrase, That's Hot, now hosts her own cooking show on Netflix. Who is it? Jenny Garth. No. Wrong. <laughs> what? I think he said Jenny Garth. Yeah. Uh, from Beverly Hills 90210. Hello, The X. Crazy. Hello. Hey, sex tape maker, former reality star, user of the catchphrase, That's Hot, now host her own cooking show. That's Right. I knew you'd get there. Good job. Big J, this American Idol contestant and Oscar winner is playing Aretha Franklin in a brand-new movie. Out in theaters now. <sighs> Current pop culture.
1: And I've seen the trailer for this movie. Probably the postilligan times. Aretha Junior? What? Wrong. Aretha Junior? I don't know. What? What? what, I mean, what only dudes can
0: be named Junior? Well, not only that, but you. I mean, if you can give me an example of somebody, I guess other than the. uh, the James Gandolfini's kid playing his dad, I'm not sure. And even that, he's not a junior. O'Shea Jackson Jr.? Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., sure. That's one example of playing Ice Cube in a movie. <laughs> but alas. I don't know her name, I'm sorry. It, it is not Aretha Jr., Uh, Her name is Jennifer Hudson. Right. She is an Oscar winner. What year did she win American Idol? She did not win. She was just a contestant. She was a runner-up. She was an Oscar winner, however, just a couple years later. Oh, man. Congratulations, my man. You got yourself Seether tickets for the fair coming up on the 27th. Please hold on. We'll make sure you're all set and good to go there, and we will do some headlines. Those are happening next in the X-Rock. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, the one you hear about all the time on the X. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Number two it up. You don't belong here. And Bean Bandit. You don't belong here. Horses don't belong indoors, dude. But police uh, recently showed up at a home in South Carolina after being summoned by a woman who said she swore she saw her nephew ride by on a horse and she knows he doesn't own a horse. Police said they tried to talk to Gary Koble from outside the home but couldn't make out what the hell he was saying. So they then called Koble's father, who owns the house that Gary was seen leading the horse into. Police eventually entered the home and then saw horse poop on the living room floor. Never a good sign. Man, stinky. The horse named Jubilee was safe. Kobo faces charges, including one for livestock theft, because, yeah, he did steal the horse. He's also allegedly wanted on other charges, including one for throwing a mandolin into a pasture. What?
1: Wait, that's against the law? You just can't throw mandolins around?
0: I guess it's kind of littering, right? Which can be considered to be against the law, or illegal dumping, perhaps? And is it the instrument, or,
1: like, the food processing slicer mandolin?
0: Well, let's see. It's South Carolina. Sounds like he's a country boy. I'm going to say it's the actual instrument. Okay. That he chucked into a pasture. I don't, he doesn't seem like, the, the kind of guy that, that guides a a, th- a stolen horse into his house and lets it poop on the floor doesn't seem like the kind of chef that would own a mandolin. I'll put it that way. Okay, you make a great point. <laughs> Number two it up or Bean Bandit? Number two it up. Do you have a favorite bathroom, Big J, that isn't in your home? No. Why not? <laughs> that isn't in my home yeah i mean obviously our own our own bathrooms are our favorite bathrooms that that goes without saying but i mean is there a place where you're like hey you know what that place is a really nice bathroom man i wouldn't mind going to the bathroom i mean
1: i don't know if i've taken notes on bathrooms
0: i've been in how do you feel about the one we have here at work
1: that's serviceable it's great until there's somebody next to you going to the bathroom the urinal (sighs) wait what well, yeah, you know, you're doing your business and someone comes in and it's just awkward. You don't...
0: You, you have been, Oh, wait, you have, you, Are you talking about you having a shy bladder with somebody else in the same bathroom? Well,
1: sure, yeah. It's oh. a natural phenomenon. Is it? I think
0: so. Ohio-based business service company named Sintus is asking the public to choose between 10 finalists for the title of America's Best Public Restroom. The company says the 10 finalists were selected under criteria including hygiene and aesthetics. The finalists are Core 24 Gym in Greenville, South Carolina, The Fancy Flush Portable Toilet in Santa Rosa, California. JFK's Terminal 4 in New York. Uh, Nantai Fine Dining in Atlanta, Georgia. The Planet World Museum in Washington, D.C. The Pump House in Kannapolis, North Carolina. The Fed Community Restaurant in Clarkson, Michigan. Two Cities Pizza in Cincinnati, Ohio. And the West Room at William S. Craycraft Park in Mission Viejo, California. You can look at pictures and cast your vote through August 20th bestrestroom.com slash vote to check out some of these bathrooms and see if you wouldn't mind just crapping all over the place in one of them and seeing if it might top your list i'm trying to think of a place that i've been where i've walked in and i said wow this is a really nice bathroom and the only time i can think of that happening is in a hotel where we were staying in columbus ohio remember the night we went and stayed in that really fancy ass hotel
1: the Westin? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty the, fancy hotel. That could have
0: been it, yeah. and then we, it, But there was a public restroom right by where we were doing our broadcast from, and it was the fanciest restroom I'd ever been in. It had was like, there an mm, attendant there? N- there wasn't. Well, not at the time because we were doing it stupid early in the morning. But it looked like there was like attendant things there, and everything was marble, and there were only like three stalls. It was kind of like also fairly private. It wasn't gigantic. And I was like, wow, that's pretty fancy. You felt like a king. Yeah, but uh, then again, not enough to remember the name of the place. So I guess there's that. Wrap it up with Bean Bandit. Residents of one British town are feeling beanbagged by a stranger who's been flooding their homes and mailboxes with baked beans, Big J. The vandal, who is still at large, has been covering doorsteps, mailboxes, and cars in the countryside village of Warnish with gooey legumes for the past few weeks. He's basically just dumping a bunch of baked beans on people's houses and mailboxes and cars. Weird. Police in the area have been sharing photos from crime scenes asking for help. In one picture, four empty cans of Heinz beans are discarded <laughs> near a doorstep, just studded with these little orange beads. In another, a shiny gray car is covered in the picnic staple. At least one neighbor saw ridiculousness of the situation responding to cops by saying, What he what would do this? I hope they get thrown in the can. Do you get it? You get it, Big Jay, in yeah. The can? Yeah, can of beans. Uh, I would imagine this is probably funny to look at from a picture, but probably also not very funny if it happens to you, right? Right. Like, I mean, you know, you got to hose off your stoop, because, I mean, what do you do with the beans, right? I mean, you pick up what you can, but there's going to be that yellow or that orange goop kind of left over, and then what? So we don't dump everywhere. beans on people's stuff. Then again, I don't feel like you could get away with this outside of a small village too many ring cameras these days you know what i'm saying yeah so you would have to pull this off in some place in bfe in order to get away with being a bean bandit at this particular point but either way don't dump beans on people's stuff morning after with nick and big j there are your headlines (coughs) (coughs) The latest from Seether, that is Wasteland here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks and Big J, everybody's healthy?
1: <laughs> uh, just barely. Okay. And, uh, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit when you were describing a situation about uh, video games for you and your uh, buying for your kid, right? Mm-hmm. So, assuming... Uh, Makes an ass out of you and then puts the family at risk. Sometimes. I'll give you an example of that. So yesterday uh, I was told that I was going to be grilling burgers. Congratulations. And uh, so the wife and the kid went to the store and they got some stuff for that. Uh, I wanted to do baked potatoes, so set up to do that. And then they had bought some pre-made jalapeno poppers. Okay. Bacon wrapped. Uh, and it's like okay that'll be good so uh, I'm you know I'm doing my thing I got everything you know situated and and I'm grilling those bad boys up and I look at them I'm like hey that bacon is done we're good to go and I put that and the potatoes into our warming oven uh, to kind of there just you know keep warm and then uh, I grill out the burgers and get everything ready so I can serve it all at once and uh, uh, you know serve out the the jalapeno poppers the appetizer if you will yeah and I hadn't tried one yet and so I sat down and when I was got my burger and everything together and, and I bit into it I'm like oh no they were filled with sausage and not cream cheese and I didn't know that I didn't pay attention to the wrapper uh, they were wrapped really tight with the the bacon and I was like oh I'm just impressed like the cheese isn't coming out here Pfft. you know so I didn't therm- thermo temp it to see if it was cooked in the in, you know in the middle because you didn't know there sausage yeah there. <laughs> and so I was like uh, just, just based on you know tasting it and, and the firmness of it I'm like I'm pretty sure these are safe uh, because everything else seemed to be okay. But I was like, oh man, just I was coming off food poisoning. I was sweating. <laughs> like I ate one and I finished it cause I wanted everybody else to feel comfortable and not worried, but I was worried all night. <laughs> like, and so I just asked the wife this morning, she's going to an appointment. And I'm like, Hey, you feel okay. <laughs> I didn't make you sick. did they, I? I was very upset. Uh, not only myself, but. That we would buy jalapeno poppers without cream cheese.
0: Now let me ask you this: Did you uh, did you say anything to anybody, or did you oh, just? Oh yeah, okay. Right I was there sure. last
1: night. I was like, "Oh hell, we might be getting sick, everybody."
0: And as they're like on their third and fourth popper. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose. But I mean, you know, what did it feel off or anything like that? No, or no, cold no, in the middle no, or anything. No, no, not really. Okay. But you
1: know, it's one of those things you just never know for sure. And I am having some. Yeah, that's some post-traumatic stress from that from that situation a few weeks ago.
0: Right, you and pork products have not gotten along.
1: Yeah, and so she also got me this hatch green chili patty, right? Okay. I assumed that was also hamburger. No? No. It's all sausage? Now, I had been temp-checking that because it was meat, so, I mean, we were good there, but at the same time, I was like, oh, man, this could have been a disaster. I
0: mean, it, it would be a record for amount of times food poisoning for you in a matter of weeks. But yeah, be careful, man. Uh, now you know, Re- check those wrappers, right? Yeah, yeah well, you don't get everybody sick. But it sounds like everybody made it out okay so far. I haven't talked to uh, the youngest. So. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. That's happening next on the X Rocks. <laughs>
1: Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yep, and we've got a prize here for you. A Boise meal deal from Papa Murphy's includes a pizza, a cheese bread. You've got uh, cookie dough and a two-liter bottle of soda right there for
0: you. All you need to do is figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. If you want some food coming your way courtesy of us, all you have to do is figure out Big J's bad impression to get it. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. Fine. We'd want you to play anyway. Hello, the X. What's going on? Oh, what's up, man? You're up first. Good luck.
1: You talking to me? You talking to me? (laughs) Next one. I got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me?
0: Robert De Niro. There you go. Yeah, it's Bobby De Niro. Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. Why is Bobby De Niro in the news? It's
1: his birthday. Happy birthday. 78 years old.
0: Son of a gun. Happy birthday, Robert De Niro. Favorite Robert De Niro movie, go. Uh... I'm going to say casino. Wow. Off the board. Good job. It is a good one, though, however. Uh, good fellas for the win for me. But happy birthday. 78, you said? 78. So if you see him trending, he's not dead. Good. Thank goodness. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. That <coughs> is 0936. That is Adrenaline. That is wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J selected a movie for you. Uh, He is going to watch and review in a 24-hour period. It is called Adrenalize? Did I get that right? No, that's Uh, the name of the song. No, uh, 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 Avengement. Avengement. I figured it out. Uh, The adrenaline song screwed me up, but Avengement is the name (laughs) of it. It is on Netflix. It is available for you to watch there. If you want to play the home game, Big J will let you know how it is uh, tomorrow on this very show. We also talked about how if your roommate ODs, great idea to get him to the hospital and to call authorities terrible idea to throw the dead body in their room and continue to party it up and do drugs with your friends for a week for a week yeah that's just that's just bad roommating, you know what i mean that's just poor poor roommate uh, but also not to do trucks. That's a bad, very, very bad idea. And, of course, we had a chance to give away some Seether tickets and some Papa Murphys. We'll do more of that tomorrow here on this very show. That leaves you with the floor, Big Jay.
1: Oh, man, I'm set now, Nick, because according to new study, playing video games could burn. 200 calories per hour.
0: Uh really interesting. How's that? They found
1: that guys burn an average of 210 calories and uh, ladies 236 and it's uh, because of increased heart rate and quote gaming sweats are enough to burn those <laughs> extra calories. <laughs> Do you find yourself
0: sweating a lot when you game? Sometimes. Gross. Yeah. Why? Because of the heat. The heat coming through the window. Uh interesting. Uh, you have you don't have shades or anything like that? No. Uh, you probably should invest in that. Uh, that way, that'll. Uh, save we have sweat. them. They're just never uh, closed. So the cats don't mess with them. Yeah, Fun. but
1: uh, no, I, I mean, the heart rate part for sure.
0: I guess. I mean, it depends on what you're playing, I suppose. Uh, but it doesn't sound to me like it's a good substitute for exercise. How's it working out for you so far? I obviously am not playing enough. So <laughs> that really is. I'll you see need you later. To play more. I gotta all right. go exercise. Good luck. Uh, please don't call it that morning after with Nick and big J there's your show we will see you tomorrow Jason Drew's up next have a good one it's the x Rock.